Welcome back everybody to another episode of the show and today's special guest is Amy Monty. We're so excited to bring this episode to you as Amy's story is actually quite unique. This episode of the podcast is split into two main areas and the first area Amy talks about is her career. She shares with us her story of leaving school and her decision to go into the industry she wanted to work in. She talks about her first job and eventually transitioning into owning her own business at only age 23. Amy was so raw with us when sharing some of her experiences as a business owner. She talks to us about decision making when it's tough, the sacrifices between professional life and career, challenges faced and the pressures that is associated with being known as this type of person. But most importantly, that it's okay to change the direction you're going, especially when it comes to your own happiness and health. The second part of this podcast, however, is extremely powerful. We have a very open discussion around anxiety, mental health, seeking help, including therapy. Amy shares some excellent advice around these areas, but she also shares some of her most vulnerable stories. One of them left Doss and I absolutely speechless. Amy says at the start of the podcast that she's an open book and proves that with her stories that are so inspiring and helping us understand some of the pressures of business and the physical symptoms of anxiety. Amy is also very funny and you'll hear in the first 10 minutes how relaxed everything is as we have a bit of a laugh. But what I really want to reiterate and one of the main messages from this podcast is if you are struggling mentally, please don't suffer alone. Reach out and talk to somebody. Doss and I are more than happy to talk to you too. But enough from me, you're going to love this episode as much as Doss and I enjoyed interviewing Amy. Without further ado, here's Amy Monty. Welcome to the Doss and D Show. Two great mates striving to improve in all areas of their lives. The podcast is designed to empower everyday humans just like us who want to add more joy, energy and happiness into their daily lives. Sharing our real life experiences and everyday struggles, relating to them in a personal way. Expect uncensored stories, plenty of laughs and tips and tricks to inspire you on your own journey. Now, let's go balls deep. Episode 34, 33, 34 days. 34 dice. Episode 34, an interview episode, and really we're not getting off to the greatest of starts. Not a great start. Frequent listeners to the show know about our audio dramas every single week. Technical difficulties. Exactly. and, and we've, But we've encountered a new one today, so we, we can't hear ourselves back live, no. so we're going to have to... Uh, the fingers and toes are crossed. Exactly right, but... What, what's even worse is we've got a guest sitting here with us. Exactly. She's, she's been sitting here for a couple of hours, <laughs> waiting in the stands. Amy Monty, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Uh, we're looking forward to diving into a few different topics around business. Mental health, you briefly touched on earlier, is something you're open to share about. And even just like the pressures of life, the expectations around career, knowing what you want to do, even diving a little bit further into like you said, you've spoken at a couple of schools and whatnot. And one of the biggest ones I know we love talking about is like body image and loving yourself. Especially people within their mid twenties. Exactly. Yeah. Between, you know, well, there's no age. Anyone struggling with body image is going to really relate to them. But really keen to just get into all of that. So, firstly, can you just give us a bit of a background on yourself? What you're up to now? What are your passions? And have you always been in this industry which you're doing? Yeah. Awesome. Um, so I'm 28. I know. I'm Straight a, up with the age. Yeah. Just not not hiding away from it. Just last <laughs> week we said we should never ask our <laughs> our guests the age. Someone thought I was 21 last week. Oh, what a compliment! And I was like, thank you so much. You're that wasn't in room. a bottle shop, was it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it definitely wasn't. But I still get asked for ID. Anyway, there you go. love that Perfect. for me. So I'm in the hairdressing industry. Have been for oh, I don't even want to answer that. 11 years. That's a long yeah, time. Yeah, that is a long time. Yeah, since I was 17. Worked in a salon, loved it. Knew I wanted to be a hairdresser from probably grade three. 
Wow. Yeah. Yep. I remember in um, grade six when you had to write up like what you wanted to do, and it was like at your graduation, and the slide at the back was yeah. like, "What do you want to be?" And one of them said hairdresser, and the other one said um, a massage therapist for Ryan Loney, who played for Collingwood. So. Oh, um, <laughs> and now, and, and she's a Frankston Bombers lady, so she probably knows Ryan personally. <laughs> wow. Okay. Ryan Loney, if you're listening, mate. <laughs> my best moments um <laughs> no love for nathan yeah. <laughs> no love for nathan <laughs> no they're both all right yeah so yeah loved it. it like since yeah grade three always did my friend's hair no came year 10 probably yep um and i decided that i wanted to oh mum and dad were sort of like do you actually want to be a hairdresser or is it just a thing you've always said you want to do mm. I'm like no 100 percent. so they said well i'll do like um when you're in high school i think it's like used to be VCAL, but in year 10, it was like a vet course. Yeah. So I had to do Cert 2 hairdressing for the year. One day a week, went to another school, did hairdressing, mm-hmm. absolutely loved it. I even did um, courses outside of school, like at a night time on a Thursday night, went and did a few hair courses. Yeah, nice. Know, well, now you can just do it online. Yeah, exactly. Things, yeah. I know. Now I'm like, oh, you don't have to yeah, go anywhere. Exactly. <laughs> did that sort of stuff. Then came year 11, did VCAL, and I was like, I still want to be a hairdresser. So I worked in the salon once a week. Some of the salons I worked at were interesting, very different to what I thought they would be. Like one salon was really busy and I was the cleaning bitch. I cleaned the shelves and then like, can you clean the shelves? I was like, yep. And they said, I'll just do it again. And I'll be like. Starting at the bottom. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, You start at the bottom. And then I That is a real apprenticeship. Yeah. Oh yeah. And this was before even the actual apprenticeship. This was just like, I needed hours to prove that I was going somewhere in year 11. And then came the end of year 11, I said to mum and dad, look, I actually don't want to do year 12. Mm -hmm. I want to save you paying school fees (laughs) and I'll earn my own money. Um, So yeah, when I was 17, started my apprenticeship at Mm -hmm. Colour Collections in Frankston under Wayne White. I don't know if you guys know Wayne White. Absolute legend. He gets his hair cut probably a lot more than me. So if anyone knows, (laughs) Tim. And then, yeah, my career sort of like took off, I guess. Yeah, wow. Yeah. That's a great way to break it to your parents too, to save the school fees. Because I dropped <laughs> yeah. out of, I, I finished year 11 and yeah. I was done as well. But um, yeah, I should have, looking back, I should have gone down the, this would save you guys money. A great emotional yeah. route. Yeah. yeah. Pull them yeah. in emotionally. Exactly. Yeah. So when you started down there and you, now what point are you actually cutting hair and you actually living the industry? In? Yeah. It takes a while. Yeah. Um, it sort of depends how motivated you are as a person. And how quickly you want to move through things and be able to do the fun yep. stuff, I guess. Mm. Salon I was at was awesome. It was, I think there was maybe 12 of us that worked there at the time. As I said, Wayne White, absolute legend. Mm-hmm. Best boss of all time. Like, you couldn't ask for, like, a better mentor. Even, like, friend, father figure. Like, so good. Perfect, um, yeah. But, yeah, you got to do things like, obviously, work-wise, you'd sort of start washing hair, sweeping, cleaning. But at the same time, you're sort of observing. Like, that's yeah. what I did a lot of is making sure I knew I knew what Wayne wanted me to do. So mm-hmm. like even just little things like if you were standing behind him when he was finishing a client haircut with the mirror, if you were standing there holding the mirror ready for him to show the client the back of their hair. You're winning. Oh, yeah. Num- I'm number one. Yep. Like, yeah, nice. Just yeah. little yeah. things like that. So it, it sort of depends on the person and how good you want to be at your job. Mm. But I knew I loved hairdressing, so I sort of wanted to ex- excel in it best I could um so I went to TAFE once a week up in the city so didn't go to Frankston TAFE went um in the city which okay. was I was only 17 so I had to get the train mum yeah. would drop me off get the train to Parliament Station then a tram to Brunswick 
I would not do that yeah, now. Yeah, that's... That is commitment. That is, yeah. I would not do that now by myself, but yeah, seventeen-year-old me. Bloody yeah, hell, good on you, Amy. Great. <laughs> so when are you reassured that this is, this is what you want to do? Like, um, you know, you've made the right decision. I think where I worked probably was like, oh my god, this is so cool. There's so yeah. many cool things that we can do. Like, there was different hair shows you got to go to. Where you'd sit and watch a hair show and drink champagne. I'm like, yeah. this is living. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I don't even have to show ID. I'm 17. Like, <laughs> this is good, yeah. Um, so going to things like that with the people I worked with, I think was like, I could live this life. Like mm. I could go to hair shows and watch yeah. them. Like mm. I would love to do stuff like that. But yeah, you sort of, it takes a while before you actually start doing hair. Styling, I don't know if you guys know much about the hair world, but um, like wedding hair, let's just oh, say. Oh, okay, yeah. Wedding hair. Oh, oh gotcha. Yeah. yeah, so there's like cutting colour style. So styling's like curling hair, wedding hair, photo shoot hair. That's my all-time favourite thing Good. to yeah. do. Um, that's your niche. Yeah, yeah, that's what I love to do. You don't get to do a lot of it when you do work in a salon because it is like predominantly colour cutting things like that the, commu- um, the community you know they're coming in for their yeah yeah, yeah. rather so, than the event or the occasion yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. so if you want to do photo shoots you have to do it outside of your hours yeah. um in the salon you had the opportunity to enter competitions which oh, is cool. really cool like that i love mm. doing stuff like that like i never won anything i was gonna say any first place so no yeah no nah. nah. <laughs> yeah, nah. yeah. that was your chance that was your chance to go wayne you yeah. told me well <laughs> <laughs> but um just things like that. There was like categories. You got to choose what category and you got to design like the whole look of your model, like hair, makeup. And I loved that stuff. Like mm. having the control to design something that I, like I made the decision yeah, that, on yeah. what goes on. Yeah. Loved that. That's elite. Loved You're in that. total control. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. But yeah, it's sort of third year apprentice, like apprenticeship. You sort of start cutting, colouring. I got signed off early. Not to brag, but I got signed off early. Um, <laughs> so your apprenticeship is three years, and yep. then I got signed off after a year and a half, two years. Yep. So you're what, around 20? Yeah, I would have been, yeah. Would have been around yep. 20. Yeah, so I got signed off early and then just started building a clientele from there. So This was before social media. Yeah, oh, yeah. well, there you go. That's yeah. we can. That's another whole other topic. Yeah. 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 How, how you go about building a brand and whatnot. With your clientele, and that's something you don't think about for mm. like for me with hairdressing, like... Mm-hmm. You're building your own clientele yep. in your salon when you're working for someone else. You would know, like, and I would know too, but like you, you walk into a hairdresser coat. and, you know, you might build a connection with them to the point where, oh no, my mum, like she loved going to a local yeah, hairdresser. Yeah, that's and, true, yeah. and being worked in sales, both of us, like networking, connecting, I've never really thought of them as like, like that is similar, like it's the same. For sure. Yeah. You know, you're building this network, um, you're doing the right thing. You're not putting on an act and that's something we've got down as well as like, did you ever get sick of like putting on this act and pretending yeah. that, you know, life's okay? Yeah. But when, when do you get to that stage of, you know, reaching out to these clients now that, you know, I'm thinking about, um, you know what, I've got these guys or these guys and girls here, they're under my, I guess they're, they're in my phone. Yeah. When, do I, when am I going to go out on my own? Like when do you mm-hmm. start thinking about that? Yeah. So it's pretty hard. Like when you first started, there was like a lot of older clients um, in the salon. So you sort of start off doing the oldies yeah some of them are so cute some yeah of them aren't but no. yeah. <laughs> um so you sort of start off like that and then yeah that's the thing without social media only sort of started especially instagram like launching maybe 2013 14 and now obviously everyone just uses yeah. instagram as their business platform but before exactly. that you didn't have that so it was word of mouth pretty much was your main way to get a clientele mm-hmm. it does get a little bit tricky 
when you are, I guess, wanting to go out on your own because you can't take client information because they're not your clients. They're the uh, salon clients, okay. yeah. if yeah, that yeah, makes I'll, sense. I was going to say, is there, are there things in your contract when you sign on, like, you know, at the beginning when you're working at someone, you can't actually take clientele. Like, I don't know, is that yeah. the same or? Uh, a little bit. So I did my apprenticeship and then worked just full time. And then a few years after that, Wayne offered me if I wanted to do like a subcontractor. So pretty much you just earn more money, which is yeah. great. You still have, you have to do all your own tax and super and things, which is fine. But then you do have to sign a contract when you do that, that you're sort of working for yourself and you can't actually contact clients. They're not yours, yeah. essentially. They're yep. sort of the selling clients, which I totally respected for that. Sure. Yep. Which was good. Instagram sort of came along and I started building on that. I had like 300 followers. And I was like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look at me, yeah. Guys. yeah. Heck is that? And then I got to the point in 2015, I was like, I was pretty much, I guess, managing the salon under Wayne. But I was like, okay, what's next? Like, yeah. what do I do? Like, I was pretty, like, I was a pretty motivated person. I was going to say, have you been a person that's always wanted to grow and yeah. become better and whatever you're yeah, trying Yeah, my to. partner at the time is um, really, he was really um, business orientated, I guess. So yeah. he probably gave me that push to do that. So yeah, I was like, to mum and dad, you know what? I want to open my own business. And mum and dad are awesome. They're like, we'll back you whatever you want to do. That's great. Yeah. yeah. Just as long as you're 100% sure that's what you want to do, like we're going to yeah. back you. Um, so yeah, 2015, I sat Wayne down and it was like probably the hardest conversation I've ever had to have. Yeah, there was tears. It was, yeah, oh. yeah I bet. It would have been hard. Yeah. yeah. And then, um, I decided to finish up like Christmas time, just after Christmas time, 2015. Mm. But yeah, signed a contract. You can't take clients. You can't be, I think within five kilometers of yep, the salon, okay. things yeah. like that. And that's just standard now. Yeah. And that's general respect, enough. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And yeah. I'm like, I know my clients. I had a really strong clientele by then. Like, I was booked out weeks in advance. So I knew my clients would find me. Yeah. I wasn't too worried about them not finding me. Yeah. Like, some obviously would stay at the salon that they already have because yeah. they were yeah. loyal to Wayne and the salon, yeah, which is course, so yeah. fine. Um, but yeah, then I decided to open in 2016. Got a shop in Mornington, just off Main Street. Yeah, not, not starting small. Let's no, just say that. Uh, no, yep. uh, straight to the top. Yeah. Not cheap either. <laughs> no. No, not cheap. So got the keys and then we got had... Got the keys <laughs> to the city. <laughs> <laughs> that was literally me. <laughs> and then um, we had like a month to renovate. So it was already a salon, a pre-existing salon that we yep. sort of brought oh, good, yeah. out and stuff. And then I said to Dad, you've got a month. We're on the block, pretty oh, much. Yeah. Wow. So dad was in there slugging his guts out every day. Oh, good on him. Yeah, bless him. And then, yeah, we redid it all in a month. Wow. And then started. Yeah, that's good. I mean, there's a lot of loyalty in, in hairdressers. I had the same hairdresser for a long time until she got selfish and decided she wanted to start a family. And I, <laughs> I was out on my own and had to find so a new... Many, I have so many clients like... Oh, I want to come and see you now because my um, hairdresser's actually pregnant. Yes, <laughs> yes. Good excuse. Exactly. So... You got your new place, you're renovating it, you're starting. What are some of the early stresses of starting a business? Are you worried about clientele? Are you looking at financials and what you, how many clients you need per week to pay rent and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, so I wasn't worried about clients. So in that month or two I had off, my best friend, Jess Lewis, who I now work at her salon, yep. she had a home salon at the time. And I said, I've got, the, like, I've got two months worth of clients that I have no space to work in to do mm. their hair. So I worked on the day she didn't work. She had a in little baby. Yeah, in, in her house. Gee, that's, oh. that's lovely. Yeah, yeah, that's really yeah. nice. Best friend. Like, yeah. Awesome. We have Give an awesome, it, yeah. Giving her a good share. Yeah, yeah. That's nice. <laughs> um, so I worked in there just doing like bulk clients on the days that I could. Yep. Especially I was 
two months of no income mm. yeah. for me to fit out the salon. Sure. So yeah, I wasn't worried about clientele. They still came to Jess's little home salon, saw me there. And then, yeah, I was booked out still weeks in advance. Um, That's good, yeah. Yeah, it was really good. So I guess I wasn't worried about that. Me and my partner at the time actually broke up the week I opened the salon. Oh, you're kidding me. Good timing. So, <laughs> oh, are you serious? Yeah, yeah. So that was Jeez. probably... Well, I hope this isn't a touchy subject. Oh, no, no. So fine. <laughs> As I said, I'm an open book. Fucking hell. That's um, brutal. Like starting a business and going through that. Yeah. Good. Yes. Well done. So yeah. it was, I was only 23 at the time, yeah. like when I started it. So yeah, that happened the week I opened. And I'm like, fuck, like what am I... He was like sort of the business yeah. side of the relationship. I'm like, I don't know what I'm fucking yeah. doing. Like, I know how to do hair. Like, I'm good at hair. Yeah. I don't know anything about, oh, I knew a little bit, but yeah. the other side yeah. and stuff. Yeah, so yeah. that sort of threw a spanner in the works, I guess, because I was 23 and I'm like, oh, well, I'm single. I want to go out all the time. Yeah. yeah. But I've just opened a business. Mm. And I, there's not really a happy medium. Mm. Like, there is a little bit, but... Yeah, it was sort of just like... Yeah, where does that lie? We've had this conversation with a couple of our guests around... For some reason, the beers always get brought up. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. They do, every yeah. episode. But the balance, like the lifestyle yeah. balance, and I think that is we bring it up or it gets brought up because it's just part of our... Plus you're 23. Yeah. That's, that's so young. But how do you... Yeah. yeah, like how do you... You've got... You, not that you get... Like if a large part of your clientele maybe is older, mm. but I'm thinking you probably still have an image to portray. Yeah, you know, sure. you still have to uphold this. I'm Amy Monty. I'm a business owner. Yeah. Um, you know, I'll do the best hair on the peninsula. But then you run into Jackie, the thirty year old down somewhere oh. having a few drinks, and she's like, Ah, like this is like <laughs> happens like, how all do you the time. That? Happens like, all the time. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So once I did move into my salon, my clientele was wasn't the older group. Yep. I would say they were more my age to like mid thirties, yep. which was awesome. But you're sort of like, you're with these clients all the time. You're in the salon mm. with them for three hours. You end up talking about everything. Like They're telling you their life story. Yeah, but then I'm also telling them yep. mine. Because like some days I would be shit house. I'd mm. be like, oh my God, like, I don't even know. But you talk about it and you, that's how you build that relationship with them. And then you know yeah. that they're going to be a client for it. Right? Because yeah. you're like, you're not just a client anymore. You're a friend. Yeah. Like some of my best friends were start off as clients. Yeah. Like one of my best friends, Chelsea. She literally started off as a client. I've done her hair for maybe eight years. And yeah, like best mates. So yeah, it was sort of, I would still work obviously during the week, but I was going out every weekend. And I was like, because I wouldn't, when I was with my partner before, like he didn't like going out. No, he didn't like going out. He was very business orientated. And I was like, I'm 23. I still want to, I want to have the best of both worlds. Yeah, absolutely. Have business. But I still want to go out and have fun and make memories. Yeah. It was probably like a solid year I did that. Like I'd go out most weekends. How are you pulling up? That was Monday morning. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually not too bad. I was 23. Yeah. Which is yeah. daisy yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, bad. I need four days. Yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, I don't do it anymore. Yeah. Well, I have here, when you start the business, what are you sacrificing in your life? Or is there anything at all? If you want to, I guess. Like mm. it sort of depends on your drive and what you want to take out yeah. of it. I was ready to sacrifice things like when I was in that relationship I was ready to sacrifice not going out and yep. doing certain things but then when it came down to it I was like oh I'm actually not ready to sacrifice my friends and having a good time and sure yeah spending time with them because like I know when I was younger I was in this relationship for I'd say like six years okay so it's a long time you lose yeah. like a lot of friendships and yeah. I was like I don't want to do that like I want to yeah. gain my friends so yeah. you put in what you want to put in I yeah. guess yeah if that makes sense absolutely yeah, yeah for sure do you think business is something you can 
teach yourself? Like, you do you think it's something you can learn through experience? I'm just going to jump in and do it. Or do you think you have to do a bit of education? And, like, for example, I've done a business degree. But yeah. in my eyes, like, I don't think you need to do that to run a business. Like, yeah. What are your thoughts yeah. around that? Um, yeah, well, obviously, I never did, like, a business degree or anything like that. I think you need to have some sort of idea. As I said, I pretty much managed the salon I was at previously. And I think that gives you a pretty good idea mm. of like what goes on. Yep. It's, yeah, it's a hard one. It is It is a hard one. I didn't do like any of the accounting or book work. Mm-hmm. I was like, nah. Because like you don't want to stuff stuff up that up. Yeah, yeah. Like no. you don't want to stuff up your tax or your GST or paying people. Like you don't want to You'd rather that. outsource and pay someone to do it. 100%. You know, you know it's, it's getting, getting done right. right. Yeah. And I had a bookkeeper and... Oh, that was just a disaster. And then had to move to another one. And I was like, I'm paying this person. Like, why is this happening? Yeah, Um, yeah, absolutely. But I think you can definitely start a business if you've got a good enough idea and you're willing to learn and like do Mm. your own research. But I don't think you just go, oh, I want to start a business and that's it. Think it's like that. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. no, no way. No way. I was um, thinking earlier today as well before coming on. I'm like, it's so different, I guess, like, having just say like an online clothing store compared to like a salon a service a service service yep. for your product yeah yeah completely different situation i think having a product that you can sit on a computer and do stuff on from that end is a lot different to being the face of it or yeah, yeah being there one-on-one with people talking to people yeah. when you're behind a computer you don't it have takes to so do much that. more oh, actually i shouldn't say it takes so much more energy it takes a different skill set Oh, yeah. 100%. You know, it takes a, ma- a massive difference in skill sets. Yeah. Think about it. You can go to beauty school or, or and learn how to cut hair as best as you can. But to go out and actually, probably you can answer this better than me, but probably the biggest part of like keeping a client is how are you talking to them? How are you treating them? Yeah. Are they feeling like, oh, gee, this person cares about me? Yeah. Like, or is it just snip, snip, next one, snip, snip, next one? Like, you can learn to snip... <laughs> You can learn to snip, snip. But <laughs> <laughs> is that a great analogy? Probably not. But but you can't teach someone how to communicate and, and be good with people. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I really pride myself on building relationships with clients. Um, there's nothing I... Hate's a very strong word. There's nothing I dislike more than like rude customer service. Yeah. Mm. And I really pride myself on not being anywhere in that category. I like building relationships. I like talking to clients. I, but it does take like it is mentally draining. Mm, like I, be, yeah. when you get home after a twelve-hour day, you're like, no one talked to me. Like yeah. I've been talking for twelve hours whilst doing my job. Mm. So it's just like a two-part job, I guess. Um, but yeah, it is mentally draining. Obviously, not that physical. You know, you're standing for well, you're twelve hours. Feel, right? yeah, yeah. yeah, standing for twelve hours. But um, yeah, it does get mentally draining. Yeah. Especially like if you got some drainer clients. You just like oh here we oh, go again. Here we or, go again. Or, or, or draining staff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But no, I've been really lucky with my staff that worked for me, and then yeah, the staff good. I'm with now. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, we get mentally drained after a podcast, don't we? One we, hour podcast, we yeah, yeah. Ready, for, ready for bed. Yeah. So one of the questions I have, yeah, especially in the beauty industry. Mm-hmm. So this is one area that I would find difficult. If you're having a bad day or something's going on personally in your yeah. life, how do you? wake up in the morning you have to put on this persona you have to look good you have to have the energy you have to communicate with people and make them feel good like how do you deal with that it's really hard yeah it's super hard yeah you kind of you try and leave your shit at the door i guess yeah Mm. i'm lucky enough now as i said a lot of my clients are my friends Mm -hmm. so it's sort of 
if I've got, I look at the client book for the day and I'm like, okay, I've got this person, this person. Yeah. We can talk and it's not a issue. Right? You don't have to wear a mask or anything. No, yeah. not really. Like yeah. you do like to an extent, but you sort of like feel comfortable and it's fine. But yep. if you've got new clients in and like fucking having a quick cry at the back and then you're like, wipe your eyes. That's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Like there's nowhere to really hide. It's literally, you go to the bathroom. Do you want to have a teary? Have a teary and then walk out and pretend it's all fine and That's try and like cool. try and direct the conversation to them ask mm. them questions about their life or what they're up to and things like that try and take the focus off you but you do get in a zone of when you're coloring someone's hair like just say you're doing a full head of oils that takes an hour mm. and if you don't have a chatty client you're in your own head for an hour yeah standing there like and you know what you're doing like it's a routine like you're doing the hair you you could do it with your eyes closed. Yeah. Yep. So you're sitting there with your thoughts for it's an just, hour. Yeah, it's just rhythm. It's just like... Yeah, yeah. Yep. So it's like driving a car. Yeah. Yep. So, it, yeah, if you've got a client that doesn't really like talk much, which is sometimes awesome because you're like, cool, I get a break yeah. from speaking. But then if you are having a bad day, you're in your own head. Yep. Yeah. Can I think a lot of people would experience that in their day-to-day jobs. Oh. I, I do. Like, yeah. I sometimes I hate having to be alone for two or three hours with myself. I'm like, yeah. I'd rather talk and yeah. communicate. and Yeah, definitely. If the radio is not on or if I'm not working with someone, yeah, it can be a horrible be tough, day. Yeah. yeah. On that, would you be open to sharing, I guess, some some maybe tough times that you might have been having to go to work? Like you said earlier that you've been dealing with some anxiety. I don't yep. know how recent, but are you open to talking about that yeah, and how that's sure. affected you maybe when you had the business or after you, yeah. you sold it? Or Yeah, so I actually didn't really know what anxiety was until maybe a year ago. I just thought I was a little bit crazy. Um, <laughs> like ever since I was maybe 17, 18, I, I now know what it is and I would be in fight or flight mode all the time. Like my emotions were always heightened. I was always over, not oversensitive because I don't think that's fair. I was a very sensitive person and, yep. and I was like that in all my relationships with mum and dad. Grew out of that with mum and dad, but... Yeah, I was sort of like, why? I'm, this is just me. Like, I yeah. have no idea. And yep. then about a year ago, I decided to see a psych. Good. Good and on yeah, and he explained what anxiety was. I was like, holy shit. I have had anxiety for so long and I didn't know what it was. And like something as little as like people say they have anxiety. I used to be like, oh yeah, they've got anxiety. What, they can't leave the house? Like, throw a set, like leave the house. But now I look at it, I'm like, oh my God, I understand. Yeah. Like, and I understand different anxieties i guess but mine's yeah fight or flight mode a lot i probably had the most anxiety when i decided i wanted to sell the business um so it was sort of three and a half years in and i was like i'm not in this anymore like i was mentally checked out yeah and i hate i didn't hate going to work but it was a, a a push to get to go to work and do you think the anxiousness was possibly to do with What's everyone going to think I'm selling this business? 1,000%. That was my main thing. I was like, I could never sell the business. How embarrassing. Like, how embarrassing. Like, oh my God, Amy Monty started a business and then she's closed it. Like, to me, as I said before, like, sitting on a computer and like a like clothing business shuts down. It's like, oh, okay. Like, there's no real connection. But yeah. there's a connection with people and clientele and people in the industry and just social media in general. Your face is the brand. Yeah, exactly Not- right bloke who's selling the t-shirts yeah Yeah. no one even knows who he is yeah my brand is me yeah yeah so i was like how embarrassing i could never sell the business like that would just i couldn't handle what people would think of me couldn't handle it and it got to a point i felt like that for maybe a good eight months Mm. i had a staff member leave who was one of my best mates and he sort of left unexpectedly Mm. and i 
was gutted. I was mortified. It was a horrible experience. And I was like, you know, find someone else to work. And I was like, I just, I'm not in that headspace. Like I'm not, I know what I need to give to the business to like push it to what it mm. could be, but I don't have it in me and I don't want to. Mm. And I was sort of like, so yeah, every day going to work was a little bit of a struggle. I was just like, fuck. And then the, so like things, everything falls back on you as a business owner. Yeah. Everything. So the hot water would break. How am I supposed to fix the hot water? We're washing a client's hair and it's freezing cold. That's on me. And that's not something you sign up for or even consider no, potentially no like when you open a business. Yeah. yeah. Like when I was managing the previous salon, I'd just call the boss and be like, oh, the hot water's broken. Fix it, yeah. Yeah, or he'd be like, oh, can you call this person? Yeah. Whatever. But yeah. I'd be like, I'm in the middle of a 12-hour day with a full set of clients and the hot water goes. So I'm out the back with the gas light, with a lighter, trying to, I don't oh, even God, know. Yeah. Oh, it's just a nightmare. And then the computer would shut down or I lose all my data. Yeah. Wouldn't know who's booked in for two weeks because my computer decided to <sighs> shit itself. No one, yeah, no one, when we think of business, you don't think of that kind of no. thing. No. You? you think of all the good stuff. Yeah. All, you know, how, how's it, how good's it going to be? How much money I'm going to make? How many people I'm going to, how many people am I going to impact? Yeah. Like, not the hot water's busted. Like, yeah. 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 That's, that's, yeah, really eye-opening. And yeah. I, I don't deal well with stressful situations like that, which I now know is like, because of my Get anxiety. Get flustered. Oh, yeah. punch a wall. Yeah. Really, really <laughs> aggravated. Especially like... So, so you're not just now calling a plumber. Yeah. yeah. Calling a plaster. Yeah, yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah. That's what it's like though. And no one knows that. Like everyone who runs a business and talks about their business, it's all like, great. It's not all yeah. great. Some yeah. of it's horrible. And so I'd go home and I'd be like, oh my God. What am I doing? Yeah. And I remember saying to mum and dad, I was sort of a bit out of it. Like That was one of the big things as well, is disappointing them because they've yeah. backed me 100% yeah, yeah, yeah. to the hills and I'm like, oh my God, Like I don't really want to own a business anymore and I'm going to disappoint them. Like That was one of my biggest things. I was like, and I remember calling dad on the way home from work, just sobbing. And I was like, no, nah, I'm out. Like, I can't. And he's like, no, 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 like, we'll... We'll figure out ways to like get you back to and I'm like, no, it's not it's not that I don't love hairdressing, it was just the whole thing. I was yeah. just like, I don't want to go to work anymore. Like I don't enjoy doing hair anymore because mm. it comes with everything else. Yeah. And I knew I was sort of out when I would say things this is really embarrassing, but like say things to staff like, Okay, we're gonna do this photo shoot or we're gonna do this, this and this and I would never follow through. Mm. And I would I would I think they used to think that I would forget. I wouldn't forget, I just didn't have the drive to do it. So yeah. I was sort of empty promises, I guess, to my mm. staff a little bit. Not with like, obviously, the pay and wages and things like that, but different experiences that I sort of thought I wanted to do and give to my staff, then sort of, yeah, I was empty promises, I guess. And that that's really hard for me. To own up to that. Yeah. yeah. So like, yeah. I don't think I've ever really owned up to that, but I knew I was doing it. And that's when I knew I needed to get out. Yeah, that's right. a big thing to say. Like, thank you for yeah, sharing that because, you, yeah, you didn't have to share that kind of information. Yeah, it's so hard. Like, you don't consider these things. But with the anxiety thing, especially some of the guests we've been talking about, uh, mm -hmm. talking to lately, they experienced anxiety for the first time during COVID. Yeah. I was the same. I Maybe I had little glimpses of it throughout my life, but nothing extreme until COVID hit. Yeah. Is that just coincidence around the COVID time or? Yeah, so I started seeing a psych before COVID hit. Oh, okay, yeah. So a couple of months before. COVID made it worse, yep. definitely, because we had three, four months off sitting at home mm. doing nothing. Mm. Like most How people, much Netflix did you watch? A lot. Yeah. <laughs> but I wasn't allowed to watch it until I'd gone for a walk and done a workout. Oh, well so. done. Okay, good. That's very good. <laughs> um, 
feels hard. Like my boyfriend now, um, he works away a lot. So he was allowed to go into New South Wales and oh, okay. travel around for work. But you I was couldn't at go home. With him? No. no. Could go, like, you could oh. go five kilometres. Yeah, yeah. literally. So yeah. he was out doing things and I don't think he understood that like, I could yeah. not go anywhere. Yeah. Like I still went to mum and dad's there at five k's away. And I'm like, I need to. I live by myself. Yeah. I walk for one hour of exercise a day we got. How wild. To think joke. of it, I'm like, what? Yeah, I, I escaped like because I, I live on my own and I escaped too because yeah. I'm like I'm not spending weeks or months here by myself yeah. locked in a room to go out for an hour a day and walk the same so I went to my, yeah. my mum's house yeah. and hang out with my sisters for a couple yeah. of months but yeah I think that yeah a lot of people did that and it was necessary yeah like, it was still hard like I still saw my family and stuff but it's like you wake up you're like what do I do today yeah mm. same as yesterday yeah. yeah overthinking sit here yeah like oh yeah I'll clean the house I'll make yeah. you feel better and then yeah yeah. Have you have you found the psych? Like it's it's helped. Yeah. So I saw one as I said at the start of 2020. Saw him a couple of times, and then obviously COVID hit, and I was like, I don't want to do like a Zoom psych session. Like to me, that's just a yeah. bit like mm. awkward. Yeah. Um, well, you can't like you're in customer service. Like it just doesn't feel natural. No. Like, and I'm like, I've only met you twice, and here I am on Zoom with you. Like, yeah. yeah. I agree. Yeah, yeah. I felt the same. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I sort of like put a hold on that, I guess, which was annoying. Because then I could tell, I was like, oh, I wish I kept going. Um, because, yeah, how I was was affecting, like, my relationships and things like yeah. that. And some people don't understand when you do have anxiety or what triggers it or what brings it on when they haven't experienced it. And that's how mm. I used to be, so naive to it. I'm like, oh, I actually don't even know what that means. But now I'm like, oh, okay, mm. like, that yeah. person suffers with anxiety. I understand You're that. Quite I guess. empathetic. Yeah. 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 Um, so we came out of COVID and I started seeing a new one. Yeah. Really, it's it's good. Like learn, learning about yourself is really underrated. Oh yeah. It's scary. I, I would think. Yeah. Like it I is a little keep, bit. I keep putting it off. Yeah. 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 And uh, so many people do. Yeah. So many people do, and I think everyone in the world should see one because yeah. you just. It's hard to explain until you do it, but yeah, it's so daunting when you first walk in. You're like, oh my god. But like the way it is, it's just. Like how we're all sitting here talking now, it's pretty much the same thing. Yeah, mm. yeah. Like you talk about certain things that'll go into different things, and yeah, you just learn about yourself, which I think's priceless. Yeah. I guess. Would you have any advice for somebody that's listening that could be on that like edge, the spectrum of potentially having anxiety or living with anxiety? To what would be your advice? Would it just be go in, see a psych? Yeah, like listen to yourself. I guess like figure out like do some reading mm-hmm. um it took me a while to go to a site because i was like no i don't want to how embarrassing like mm, same yeah. thing so embarrassing i don't want to go to a site but yeah like do some reading like just listen to yourself and if you're like okay yep i think nothing's getting better or yeah. you're still suffering the same go and see a site mm. like it's the best thing you'll ever do yeah. i was just gonna say i said to d before we got here is i know that you are a big promoter of like are you okay yeah are you surrounded by other people within that circle of like whether it's friends or that promote this as well. Yeah, yeah. So explain that, like the connection with that. Yep, so um, down at the footy club yep. at Frankston Bombers. Because um, it just connects. Like yeah, yeah, so there's been like a lot of tragedies happen down there. So the Hocking Sisters decided to start up It's Okay Not To Be Okay. Um, and yeah, I think everyone just down there sort of has an understanding of that. You would. I used to look at it from the outside and be like, oh, yeah, I'm always here for anyone needs to talk. And that's when I sort of didn't really know my own struggles, I guess. Yeah. Um, and then you – I guess when you start opening up, then you talk to more people and they're like, oh, I suffer from that too. Or yeah. 
I understand that and things like that. So yeah, it's probably only the last couple of months. So I've, I'm on like a low dose, like anti-anxiety, like medication, which I'm like, never thought I'd be on something yeah. like that. Mm. But I don't think it's a bad thing. Like no. I think there's a lot of judgment for things like that. I think it's getting better now, yep. but I think there always has been a judgment on taking a medication for something like that. But it's so much better. Like after doing it, you're like, oh, okay. Mm. Like you just can chill out a little bit more. Your, yeah. your mind isn't racing all the time yeah mm. um but yeah i guess saying that stuff to people they're like oh and then they're inclined to tell you how they are and what they're going through and mm. things like that so it sounds like over the last sort of year or so that you've already mentioned like it was hard initially to let go of the business yeah. and then to let yourself go and see a psych and feel your feelings and all this kind of stuff like yeah. i think that's something to be really proud of thanks um yeah. because it's hard for people like I'm a stubborn person. Yeah. It's hard sometimes to let go and just, I like to be in control of everything. Yeah, and same. Letting yeah. go is difficult. Yeah, I'm a little bit the same. Control is one of my big things. Yeah. Like, I need to be in control of most situations. Otherwise, yeah. that's why my anxiety is really high. Same with me. Yeah, I, yeah. I understand that. But yeah, I think it's the best thing you can do. There's no real, I don't think anyone leaves an appointment like with a psych or counselor yeah. thinking, oh, I wish I didn't go. Yeah. I don't yeah. think anyone thinks like that. Yeah. You do have to trial and error. Yep. That's the thing. You're not going to go to a psych or a counsellor, mm. sit there and be like, oh my God, yep, they were great. You might not click with them and be like, oh, no, nah, not yeah. for me. But then you have to persist in finding someone because you've already taken that step. Yep. You've taken that step that you're like, yep, I'm going to go see someone. And then you're like, oh, no, nah, not for me. You need to persist until you find someone that you do connect with connect with and feel comfortable good with. I'm in that I'm in that boat right now yeah like, I'm, like, hope, so, hope he doesn't listen yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're losing a client you're losing a client <laughs> <laughs> I won't mention his name Aaron but uh, <laughs> but I've seen him twice and I just haven't felt it and yeah same as it like I'm on some medication I've been for about three months yeah and yeah it's been you know we've been super open with our struggles over the last year yeah and um yeah it's really hard and but it was the picking up the phone like I got a referral from the doctor to see psych like 12 months ago. Yeah. And I just couldn't do it. I yeah. was like, try and pick up the phone and I'll just go, I'll type in the number yeah. and I would ring up and it would go to their message bank and I was go, oh, thank God it went to message bank. Yeah. Because I didn't want to book it. Yeah. And then it would be another three months and yeah. then another three months. And then it got to the point I had a day off, we were doing the podcast and it was in the morning. I was like, it was, it's been on my to-do list for six months. Yeah. I need to fucking do it. Yeah. Like, I remember that. And I rang him and she answered. I was like, Hey, like, don't know what I'm yeah, saying. What do I say? Like, and then she was so lovely, and thank God she was. And then booked in, been in there, seen him a couple of times. Don't think he's for me. Yeah. But like you said, you got to test and try. Yeah, exactly. Mm. It's like with a hairdresser, you can, yeah. if you don't like them, you move to someone else. Exactly. Same thing. Yeah. Same thing. Josh touched on it a little bit earlier about body image. It's something mm -hmm. we talk a lot about, but we've spoken about it from a male's perspective. So yeah. could you maybe talk from a female's perspective, as if you're talking to girls, yeah. about body image? Is it something you've encountered a lot of having these conversations in the salon? You're in a beauty industry. Mm -hmm. Do you find it's something a lot of people deal with? Oh, 100%. I struggle with it. Yeah. Really bad. And I think social media is the main yeah. cause of it. And everyone knows that. Yeah. It is hard to deal with. I think being a woman is more difficult, yeah. like not taking away from the guys, but it is like mm. you judge yourself. Like I was just away with my partner on the weekend and we were lying on the beach and I was in my bathers and I was quiet for about two hours. He's like, what, like, what is wrong? And I was yeah. like, I am just so insecure right now. He's like, mm. why? I'm like, because I'm next to you on the beach in my bathers. And he's like, 
you know, I think you're beautiful. And I'm like, yeah, but it's just, it's not even that. Like you can tell me that a million times, but I'm like, I'll compare myself. Yeah. That's with your partner too. Oh yeah. Yeah. And he's like, oh, like, come on, like it's fine. And I'm like, no, this is a big deal for me. And yeah, I think everyone struggles with it. Mm. Even if they say they don't, I think they definitely do. But yeah, sometimes you wake up and you're like, fuck yeah, I'm, I'm all, I feel awesome yeah, inside, yeah, yeah. outside. But then if you're in a shit headspace, you feel shit about yourself yeah. and how you look. Yeah. But yeah, on the good days, it, like you have to train your mind. It's all a mind game. That's mm. all everything is, is a mind game. Like how you perceive yourself, how you perceive others. And everyone just needs to be kinder to, like, to themselves. Yeah. And mm. it's hard. It's hard even saying that because I'm like, I know I need to be kinder to myself, but I'm not necessarily. Mm. Like, like I'm going away next week and it's a long weekend and I'm like, Oh my god, what girls are going? Is it going to be beach weather? I'm going to have to wear my bathers. Like, yeah. Stressing oh, out. I, I don't know this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Stressing out. And I'm like, why am I doing Like, it shouldn't matter, but it still does to an extent to some people. Mm. Um, but yeah, it all comes down to like what, yeah, people think of you. Like, when I sold the business, I was like, how embarrassing. Yeah. I don't want people to think that yeah. I failed or. I actually, before we got on, I actually said, because I remember your post from Facebook and you put that post up of you at the front of the salon and mm-hmm. like that awesome, massive post that you did. And it was like, I found it so powerful. And you're saying, oh, people are going to think I'm a failure. Like, I looked at that and I went, fucking good on it. Yeah. 100%. Like, and we both read it. Because you've given business a crack for three years. You've had staff. You've built up clientele. You've made money. It's like, success. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's success. Yeah. Like, and that's not to say you have to do it forever. But what I worry about is people, it's okay if you try something and you go, well, this is not for me anymore. Exactly. Yeah. Like, it's all right. Like, it's okay to, like, for us, like, I need to even reassure myself sometimes. It's like, yeah, wait, you don't have to have a business. You can work for someone else. Like, yeah. Yeah. Putting that pressure on you all the time to be this, like... Especially in the world of self-development. Yeah. Like, so, yeah. yeah. And social media and, and whatever. No, but it is so. You worry yeah. about what people are going to think of you and people, I guess, have success in different ways but mm. i feel like success at the moment or a lot of the time is like big money having a gucci cars yeah, yeah. cars yeah. all that sort yeah. of stuff and that might be success for some people but that isn't for me like my success is i want to be happy in what i'm doing yeah mm. like i want to go to work and enjoy working exactly. which i'm doing yeah. now like i don't have the extra stress i can go to work come home still have a social life go away not feel guilty for going away mm. and yeah yeah just things like that is just give yeah. us that like so what's what's lifestyle now like what's pretty chill yeah um, what, what, what's the go um so yeah i'm a subcontractor for hair by jess lewis um so i technically kind of still work for myself within the salon um still have like a really good clientele this year i'm only doing four days work but sort of a full-time like hours in those four days mm-hmm. have friday saturday sunday beautiful well. yep. just like ourselves yeah, yeah. <laughs> love that um and then saturdays i play netball for franks and bombers so still get to do that i sort of started doing that when i owned my own salon and that's probably like something you shouldn't be doing on a saturday is running (laughs) off to play netball but i still wanted to do it because i wanted the best of both yeah absolutely yeah but see i think that's okay so i couldn't give up footy yeah yeah Yeah. right but yeah hairdressing saturdays you're the boss you make the calls exactly Yeah. yeah so um yeah, now it's great. Like, I go to work. I enjoy working. All the girls there are amazing. Zoe, who worked for me in the salon, actually came over to Hair by Jess Lewis with me, awesome. which oh, was really good. And as I said, Jess is one of my best mates. We've worked together before, and, yeah, we love working together. And it's awesome. Yeah, it's, like, it's fun going to work. I enjoy yeah, going to work, enjoy. and I can go home and not worry and stress about the hot water or, like, the computer. Yeah. I can just or the finances. Or, or, yeah. yeah. And, like, you end up 
more money. Yeah. I don't have all these overheads of rent, color, water. Yeah. I don't have that. I just go make money and come home. Yeah. And enjoy doing yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I love that because we we talk a lot about happiness and success and all this sort of thing and i think as i get older and probably more boring and like how do you measure success like is it money is it yeah is it materialism is it what is it yeah. and like happiness to me i'm the same with dos like i want to be a business owner mm-hmm. i've got all these goals but at the same time i freak myself out sometimes because i'm like what if it's not what i want it to be and yeah blah blah, blah. so i don't mind chopping and changing a little bit yeah to pursue happiness yeah for sure so You've done some talks to schools, which mm-hmm. I'd like you to touch on too. What is that main message that you portray there? Is that about career or is it happiness or is it both? Um, probably both. A little bit more career. So I'd go and speak to schools about like VCAL and career and direction. Mm-hmm. I think VCAL doesn't have a great rap on its name. Like, oh my God, you did VCAL. But like mm. I did VCAL and I opened a business. Like it's fine. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's sort of what, I was trying to get the message, like that message across to those students. It's like, you can do VCAL and be successful or whatever success is. Like you can yeah. open a business, you can do this, you can do that. So it was sort of just more guiding them on, like if you're driven and you know what you want to do, then go for it. And yeah. then I sort of said to, if there was kids there that didn't know what they wanted to do, but they were just doing VCAL as an easy way out, take a step back and actually figure out what you want to do because it's, otherwise it's going to be a bit of a waste of time. Yeah. But um, I think a lot of kids like, do have an idea of what they want to do but do take the easy way out of doing mm. vcal but yeah some people i think it just depends on the person like if you want to if you have drive and want to be successful at your job or have a goal mm. then you'll do it yeah and then there's some people out there in everyday life that don't want to do that yeah. like yeah. it just sort of it's all up to the person but everyone just needs to remember not to worry about what other people think yeah that, that's mm. the main thing yeah i want to touch on your circle of people like mm-hmm. around you and this is something we both love talking about. How important to you is it, like, especially what, when you're running a business, having the right, like, people around you, whether that, like, you obviously mentioned your, your parents and they were a huge support to you, your partner at the time, your new partner, your sister, and you, you're really good friends. But when you are running a business, um, I guess in your case, though, because you are enjoying both sides, did you have people in on the other side of, of the corner going, what are you doing? Mm, like, did you have judgment from people when you maybe sold the business? Did you get that? Or was um, it? Not really. Yeah. Not that I know of. I feel like something like that is going to be very um, behind closed doors. When I sold the business, everyone was like, oh, like you had a crack. Like, what are you talking about? Mm, like mm. you are successful. And I'm like, uh, am I? Yeah. Even still, I'm like, mm, but no, I think I didn't really get judgment. Yeah. I think everyone was happy to support me as long yeah. as I was happy, I guess. Um, and same with mum and dad like once they sort of wrapped their head around it and Mm. knew I was going to be better off and happier for it they were all about it and that sort of was the last it was the last straw I ended up in hospital end of 2019 Christmas week the busiest week of the whole year of the hairdressers yeah and I ended up in hospital with like it was called like a hemiplegic migraine which is brought on sort of by stress okay and I guess being run down and it's the same symptoms as a stroke were you googling it or no? I couldn't. I didn't. I didn't know my birthday. Couldn't talk. What? Yeah, it was. That's scary. Yeah, yeah, it was petrifying. I was like, oh my god, I'm 27, having a stroke. Oh my god, but I couldn't even like speak. Communicate. Really? Yeah, yeah. So it only lasted like a few hours. Like I was in the hospital, getting brain scans and everything like really? that. And then yeah, there's a migraine that's called like a hemiplegic migraine, and you 
And sort of after that, even dad was like, I remember dad saying in the hospital, no, nah, we're selling the business. Like, this is not. Yeah. That is frightening. Do that many is... people know that? Um, a few people. I Because like an ambulance came to the salon, which is. Oh, so it came on at work. Yeah. So I got yeah. to work. I hadn't done my first client yet. I went to the gym that morning and I was fine. The night before I was working late. And I remember I kept speaking, like I was putting the wrong words in the wrong places in sentences. And I just thought I was overtired, which I yeah. was because I'd been going to the gym at 4.30 in the morning, then working like 10, 12 hour days, going home, doing it all again the next day. And I went to the gym that next morning, just did like a light session, went to work. I wasn't starting till 10 because I had someone cancel. I was like, beauty, like I'll take an easy morning, got yeah. to work. And I started getting like weird pin, like pins and needles, I guess, in my, it wasn't my left arm, but it was my right arm. And that sort of moved to the back of my head, leg, hand, tongue. Oh. And I'm like, have I been bitten by something? Because it's like an allergic reaction. Yeah. And then I started freaking out because I couldn't like lift my leg properly. And I was like, fucking hell. Like, of course, this would happen Christmas week, busiest week. My client just rocked up to get her hair done. Next minute, ambulance is out the front. Jeez. And then, yeah, went in the ambulance and then... I was like, oh, this is going to be so embarrassing. Like, I'm going to get to the hospital. Everything is going to be fine. <laughs> like, yeah. like, a bit dramatic. And then I went to message my partner and I couldn't type. No. And I was just typing random things and I'm like, whoa, what is happening? And then the um, Ambos were asking me questions and I got to the point I couldn't really answer them. I just kept saying, sorry, like, I can't. He was like, why can't you answer? And I'm like, I can't. Couldn't get words out. Yeah, so that was scary. That's super scary. That's yeah. nuts. And yeah, yeah, I remember dad's mum and dad in the hospital came and they were like, no, you're selling the business. And it was just, and I was like, yep, I'm out. Mm. You said it was a few hours and you said it wasn't that long, but that must feel like yeah. ages. Yeah, and poor mum and dad, like they were there and I was trying to talk to them and I didn't make sense. Like the um, mm. nurses were like, when's your birthday? And I just said one. Really? Yeah. 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 Dad's like, you didn't forget how to swear though because we're going down the corridor. <laughs> I was going to get my MRI and I just kept going, I'm like, sorry, like I could say that, but I couldn't put things together and eventually just sort of wore off and then the headache hit. So I didn't have a headache prior and the headache hit and then I was like, well. That's crazy. Yeah, so that was fun. (laughs) An experience. I don't even have a say after that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm fine now, it's all good. I know when I'm running myself down into the ground, which I don't do anymore. As we edge closer to the end, like I'd love to hear your, now you've seen both sides. What is your definition or like what is happiness to you? Like yeah, now question. that you've experienced both, you know, what is it that we're all striving for it? We all want it. Yep. If anything, like it's more of a, a journey than sense of achievement. It's more of a journey than a destination, but of course, yeah. you've been in both destinations. Like, I think it's figuring out that it is a, it is about like the journey and not the destination. Cause even still I'm like, Oh, I'll be happier once I buy another home or I'll be happier once I do this. And then I'm like, no, like you have to live day by day. Like, there is no, you don't get to redo stuff, which is sort of, I've only learned that the last couple of weeks, one of my um, close mates passed away a few weeks ago, and it sort of just puts everything into perspective, Mm. like, the little, like, arguments you have, like, with your partner or little things, you're like, why are we, it's not necessary, it's just, it just broadens your eyes to, like, what's important and what's not. Some people might say business is their happiness, which is fine, Mm. but... Business for me isn't my happiness. My mm. happiness is going to work, enjoying working, going home, spending time with my partner and family and the people that are close to me. Like, that's my happiness. Yeah. And realizing, yeah, that there is no destination to happiness. It's sort of, you have to just be happy. Yeah. <laughs> Very powerful. Like, Love that. Yeah. And it's hard. It's 
It's hard. It is. It is hard. It is, yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you put it on the spot. I'm just listening, <laughs> Sorry, intent- I'm I'm like, listening yeah. intently here. Um, <laughs> what do you reckon, mate? Do you have anything else you want to ask Amy? Not really. I, you know, like we've touched on everything. Just been good to chat. Like, yeah, we've I love it to everyone that we kind of talk to and have on. Like, we want this to be a discussion more than yeah. a Q&A. Like, we don't want it to be, Amy, what's your favourite food? What's your favourite colour? <laughs> oh, we can do that now. Yeah. Can we do a fast five? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what is our fast five? We didn't write it down for this one. Uh, I can get them up. Get it up. Yeah, you know what? Oh, we're doing a fast five. So we, 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 tried it, we tried it last week. It's great. Me oh. and um one of the girls down from uh, Netball, Talia, we used to do the RPP. Like, I, I remember show. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we used to do that together. Well, she was the host and then I just joined along and yeah, called yeah, myself the, the co-host. Yeah. yeah, yeah, sidekick. <laughs> and we used to do a fast five. It was great. Yeah, good. What, do you have guests on and stuff? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. So like different netballers and everything. Yeah, it cool. was such a laugh. That's good, yeah. Literally. All right, Amy, here we go. We got some We got some questions. First thing that comes to your mind. Oh, my God, I'm nervous now. <laughs> nervous? All right, we'll start easy and we'll sort of It's like a game show. <laughs> All right, favourite food? Oh, I'm a sweet tooth, so like donuts. Perfect. Favourite book? The Resilience uh, Project. Good, good. That's a good answer for this And show. I'm not a reader and I read that in two days. Yeah. How good is the Resilience Project? Oh, it's great. Best thing I've ever read. I'm I read it in the afternoon. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. Favourite sports team? Um, Collingwood. Yeah. Mm. I have a Collingwood tattoo, so do you? Really? Yeah, that's wow. nuffy. Yeah. That's nuffy. That's nuffy. <laughs> like, oh my god, we're gonna turn this off now. I, I, I nearly <laughs> got a St Kilda tattoo when I was like eighteen, and I would have regretted that. Yeah. So no, sorry about two thousand ten. Was it a thing? Yeah, or was it just like? Yeah. Um, yeah. So on my keeper says you're the Magpie two thousand ten. Oh wow. Ooh, okay. It's almost got two thousand eighteen, but that was a takeaway <laughs> from me. <laughs> Dream holiday destination. I've been to Vegas. Vegas is pretty cool. Oh, oh God. Nice. I'm not talking about Vegas again on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's been up a lot. Uh, listen to that one. <laughs> biggest fear? Um, snakes. Have you encountered a snake or is it just one of those fears? I haven't seen one in like the wild. I've seen them in like cages. Yeah. Fair, but, fair. Um, Terrifying yeah. enough. Yeah. Uh, dinner party. You can invite three people. Who would you invite? Polly Kardashian. Um, Ryan Loney. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maguire. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, I don't have that. I've actually never thought of that. No, I can't even think no, of that. That's fine. Oh, well, that, well, Chloe and Eddie will be fine together. Yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll get, get along brilliantly. <laughs> business and business. Yeah. Yeah. Favourite quote? Um, I've got a few. Um, I've got Guts Over Fear tattooed on my wrist, which I like. Short nice. and sweet. Mm. Um, sometimes I forget it's there, but probably should remember it. Well, I've got the same. I've got, I've got something I forget that's there all the time. Yeah, um, but no, i got Guts Over Fear just before I opened this album. Oh, nice. I love yeah. that. It's awesome. Yeah. I reckon on that note, we'll finish it up, mate. I think so, too. We've run out of questions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Well, fi- let's just fingers crossed, guys, that this all worked. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm nervous. Thanks, Amy. Thanks, Thanks Thank for Thank you for being so open. We really appreciate it. No worries. It. That was awesome. Thank you.